0: Welcome to FRCA Podcast Corner. I'm Jack, your host, and welcome to the FRCA community. It's time to sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, guys. Welcome to FRCA's Podcast Corner, podcast number two. We made it through. Whoa. So, guys, how did you join Freedom Road? Ethan, tell me. Um, Eight years ago, because I'm 16
1: now. Um, I was like struggling with um, school and stuff Right. so someone recommended Freedom Road so I started like coming and I really enjoyed it and I started like improving because I obviously like found stuff that interested me so if I got like was struggling or something to concentrate I'd like maybe like tap something Yeah. like just like make up a tune and tap it then I'd start
0: concentrating. Brilliant. Sounds really weird, but it actually really helped. So, uh, in a weird sense, Freedom Road helped you find a coping mechanism towards how you was feeling and stuff. That's brilliant. Yeah. So, um, through your time of going through Freedom Road, you've obviously met a few people, and I guess those people have become like family, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. they have. Yeah.
2: What about you then, Sam? Like, uh, I've been coming to Freedom Road for about five years now. Wow. Uh, and I originally got into Freedom Word because I struggled really bad with my self-esteem and confidence. Right. And one of the staff of Freedom Word actually used to work at my high school that I was at.
0: Oh, right, yeah, it's Lisa, yeah?
2: Yeah. And she recommended it to me and told me it to help with my confidence and self-esteem. So I started going to the, thirty the drama groups. Okay. Just to start it off. Uh, which I actually quite enjoyed. That groove almost became like a family to me. Like, I see Freedom Mood as a second family. Yeah. And it gives me something to do on the days that it's on because I almost feel like I'm comfortable there. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. How about uh, you then, uh, Jordan? How did you get involved with Rind well, I you coming?
3: remember watching one performance before and that was a rock challenge with my sister in it. Okay. And I actually decided I want to do this. Yeah. It looks fun how they all synchronised that dancing. And uh, when I joined, I was going through bullying at the time. Like I was getting bullied to point out left school half an hour early. Oh, okay. And that really brought me down and I felt alone in the world. And oh. isolated. I felt invisible, but Freedom Road, when I joined that, I felt like I could be myself. I could make my life better. Yeah. And when I met Ethan, Sam, and everyone else, they actually stuck with me through all the hard times. Yeah. So I had something to look forward to every week. So it's really benefited me because I've actually got friends.
0: Yeah, that I can relate to all your stories. I mean, I started years ago. I've been coming for about 10 years now. I started Freedom Road due to bullying, just like you guys, and my self-esteem, my confidence. I was a, I was just such a quiet young lad. And I didn't I didn't say boo to a goose. And then I started going to all the Thursday sessions and they got me involved with acting. They got me out of my comfort zone. They made me realize that I, myself, was quite a, and I was a normal person. It's just I was trapped in a state of, what the bullies made me like feel. Like trapped in the cage. Yeah, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I felt like I was accepted because everyone had been in the same kind of predicament as me. Everyone had been through something I'd been through, so they'll understand that. And we're so acceptant and everyone has different kinds of learning difficulties, disabilities, and we're all from different backgrounds, but that's the beautiful thing about it because not many of us are relate. We don't relate to each other in that way, but we relate to each other because all at one point in our lives, we felt like... We're alone. And that's the beautiful thing about Freen Road. So, gone on to like a different subject altogether, how are you guys feeling about coming out of lockdown? I mean, the lockdown's coming to quite a, an end, isn't it? So, how are you all feeling? Because I feel a bit unsure, a bit unsafe. Um, the fact that pubs are opening, the fact that everything's becoming more and more forgotten about, you know, they've all of a sudden gone, this pandemic is not gonna happen. And there could be a second wave, we don't know. How do you guys feel? Cause you're the youth of today. Your opinion should be voted be- between any of us. You know, you-, you guys are gonna be experiencing our, our mishaps or our problems, you know, in the future, so.
2: Well, I kind of think it's gonna flip how we think because this pandemic has now become our new normal. Yeah. And when we come out, it's gonna feel like we've just gone straight back into another one. Because yeah. like I said, this is our new normal. Uh, and people are going to start not having to queue for shops and stuff and it's going to make life easier. But at the same time, like Jack just said, how do we know there's not going to be a second wave? Exactly. So,
0: What about you then, Jordan? Um, you were speaking about earlier about how you don't, you don't feel safe, do you? Uh, no. Like in the last podcast, you mentioned about your asthma. Um, you are you are obviously in the category of of the ones that's a little bit at risk.
3: Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about that? Well, mate, I keep seeing people like can't wait for like school pubs and everything to open again. Yeah. But I don't think we should jump straight back into it. No. We should after the pandemic's over and we all can come out of lockdown, we should wait at least another week or two, just to see if anything else and any more cases build yeah. up. Because if we're all out if another wave comes, it could be worse than it is now. Exactly. And it could cause more illnesses, more deaths and more injury. It could make people feel alone again. Yeah, exactly. Because in this lockdown, it's making you feel alone. Yeah. Especially if you have to self-isolate, if you think you got symptoms. Like, you, there's no way you can tell.
0: Nah. No.
3: So you have, I have to say, when lockdown's over, wait a few weeks before actually setting anything back up again.
0: Yeah, like precautions and stuff. What about you then, Ethan? You've been a bit quiet about this.
1: Um, I just feel as if, like, yeah, it's safe, like coming out of lockdown at the moment. But I think it's like being a uh, rushed at the same time. Yeah. Because it's just like the five phases. I went from like phase one to like phase three or four or something, like in like two months.
0: It, yeah, like didn't so you? I think, think it's it was a little bit rushed. Phase one for so long that it felt like nothing was gonna change. And then you stop watching the announcements for a day, you come back and everything's come out out of lockdown, is it? It's like, yeah. well, I think it's being rushed, but don't you think they're thinking more about the
3: economy and how money is going to go uh, back into the... the Personally, the, yeah. I think the government are just wanting, wanting money, yeah. not actually caring about our safety. Yeah. If everything yeah. have shut, they're not earning as much money as they did. So that's what I'm thinking, but that's just my personal opinion. How do you feel about queuing for sh- to shop then? I mean, us British people, we, we
0: queue for everything, don't we? We queue yeah. to go to the toilet, we queue for a game at the football and now we queue to go to pound shop to pick up a loaf of bread and a bag of sugar like it's pretty much we queue 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 how do you feel about that i mean once it goes back to normal are we all gonna just carry on queuing because we've been so used to it like it's a new life yeah like it's follow the leader sort of thing isn't it uh how do you feel about the queuing and this all like social distancing and the fact you've got piece of plastic in front of you, to, you know the woman in the shop, and the fact that you're having to speak to someone with a mask in front of you. You can't give someone a smile or anything. Stick your tongue out or out. It's just. How do you feel about that?
1: Um, I feel a bit like strange, like being restricted. But like after lockdown, when like, um, when I think we'll still queue at shops because yeah. I think there should still be restrictions just to make sure that we don't get anything like a second wave yeah yeah but i think that the way it's going it's safe to actually do the stuff that they're doing but like if we do fully come out of lockdown and like all the precautions like just disappear i think there'll be another wave like a lot sooner than right,
0: yeah. other places you know i've just had a quick thought but but how does everyone feel like, it must be confusing for pets now, you know, like dogs and cats yeah. and other stuff, but like, the, like how I say you'd, for your dog, for instance, it's probably gonna be a bit confusing that all of a sudden my, dog, my owner has been in the house 24 seven. And all of a sudden
3: you start going out again to work or something. It's gonna make it feel like it's been left in it. Yeah, the one thing I do think about is dinner, how we've all been staying at home with our pets. What if everything goes back to normal, we start leaving They'll be feeling more alone because they're used to us being there. Yeah. So the dog could get depressed or any animal you've got. So it could cause them to be into depression or like at themselves trying to get to you, you, know to get out the house. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, it's a bit mental to think like your dog would have de-
0: depression, but yeah, I get you. Like you know, I, I think that dogs do have depression. Though. Do you reckon? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I think it's documented that they do. But for me, um. I went very well a few years ago, and I spent—I must have been on sick for you know quite a number of years, quite a while. And my dog got used to me being at home. Yeah, and it was weak because I went back to work. She changed kind of thing. She was like, like you said, she was struggling to get back to it.
1: Yeah,
3: you know, I
0: meant to adapt to kind of me not being there. And I, I think that, again, being back, it's the same situation now, isn't it? And yeah. all of a sudden, when we go back, she's going to be on her own, I and mean, it just—it does worry you. Yeah, like. Bit. You know. They're going to be abandoned, aren't yep. they? Like, yeah. Okay, so let's change the subject a little bit and let's talk about working from home because a lot of people during this time have rather been having to do the work from home. You know, as in their actual proper work or as in coursework. So, how has it changed for you guys? So, Ethan, can you tell me how the sort of working from home has affected you, or oh, in a weird sense, because don't you have to do GCSEs this year?
1: Um, unfortunately I haven't had to do it but it's actually fortunate because I think the pre- it'd be too much pressure for me but it's also like pressurising me because I've not had to work at home so it's just like I don't know if I'm going to hit my predicted grades and they're using the grades off the mocks that we've just done
0: so they're using a mock test so a lot, I don't know about you but when I did my mock test in school our saw them as just we're doing a mock test. I'm going to sit here and draw a, a tiger on my dress, test paper for, for an hour. I don't think that will pass me my test, would it? No. So it's like, they're going to go off your work, what you've been doing during the year as well, and I'll kind of put that together and go, right. this is his predicted grade, or?
1: Yeah, they're using our mocks and the work that we've done overall in our courses. Yeah. But it, it's different from um, the drama course that I was doing because the last piece of work that we had to do was an actual performing piece. Oh. Uh. So I actually don't know what we're gonna do unless they take, like, some of our acting from previous ones and just use that.
0: Yeah. Which I hope they do, They'll because... probably use your progress grade for that. So, Jordan, yeah. how about you? Um, well... How well, has we... this affected you? Because weren't you doing a
3: course during lockdown, or...? Yeah, I'm, Right now I'm in college, for my first year. And um, with well, me being... 17. Right. I'm also in college, which is making me... And I've suffered dyslexia. What? Do you go to whole college then? Yeah, Yeah, I go to whole college. And I suffer with dyslexia. And I am meant to get special help in class. Oh. So it's hard for me to do things inside college. And, I mean, not in college. Dinner at home. I can't do my work properly. And all my grades are being marked instead of me doing an actual test. Ah. Like, so basically, they're going, work.
0: they're going off your work and because you get additional support, it's going to be even harder for you, isn't it? Yeah.
3: I, I ain't done my work because I can't do it. It's too hard and I don't know where to go to get the information. Because uh, I can't attend the like conferences. So I have no idea what to do. So I've just been not doing it. I've just failed the shear because I ain't been able to do my work. So you failed? Yeah, I have failed. Are you like, going to get a chance to reset uh, or...? I don't think so because my course ended yesterday. Oh. Because it was a one year course, mine ended yesterday. So I'm going to get the results back. I don't know when, but I'm guaranteed failed because I haven't been doing my work because I haven't been able to do it. Oh no.
0: So uh, Um,
3: has
0: it kind of affected what you want to do in the future then? So has it kind of made you think there any point in doing it?
3: I want to be like a designer on computer. Okay. Like to make games or do other things on computers, that's going to affect me massively. Yeah. Because the course I'm doing is computing, so it's going to affect me because I've also don't know what to do like I've lost like what I've taught been taught. Yeah, yeah. Because they don't go over it again. They go over it in one lesson and just move on. So I don't know what to do. Right, so I think that that's some
0: one thing that colleges in general need to kind of think about. The people that need that ne- necessary support. Yeah. So, what about you, Sam? Have you got what's your takes on this? Because
2: are you have you been affected in any way with your age and stuff? Uh, I have actually been affected quite dramatically with it because, like Jordan, I suffer with dyslexia, meaning I struggled to it from home. Yeah, but yeah. With me struggling it's jeopardized, jeopardized my chance of getting into university because for my grades, my main one that I needed a distinction for oh. was based off a performance. And due to lockdown and all things that create crowds being canceled, we couldn't actually put on the performance to get our grade from it. So it's all gone off the coursework that we've done during the year. So predicted, yeah. and a uh, final assessment, which I struggled doing because it was based off the performance that we should have done, which right. we couldn't obviously do. Yeah, yeah. So I've, I've uh, struggled massively with working from home because it's just been a struggle.
0: Yeah, so like, that, I, I, I can understand completely. So in a weird sense, this lockdown's really affected the education, hasn't it? Um, but uh, like on the talks of being at home and doing things from home, i've noticed you've been kind of more involved with social media and um, you kind of find yourself going on facebook more able to talk to your friends more uh, how do you guys feel about the social media and kind of you youths today because social media is a big effect on your life i've noticed that most of you spend your time making sure that your profile picture looks amazing making sure that your statuses are you know like everyone's always trying to make themselves out on social media to be this perfect person and it's like do you think everyone's gonna be kind of more bothered about the social media than how they look in real life? And how, how do you feel about that? Like, social media, is it a big part of your life? Does it help you? What does it, like for me, when I was your age, or say I'm thinking about when I was like seven or eight, you guys, you had your phones then, didn't you? And there was Facebook, well, there was, there was technology back then when, uh, when you guys were eight, but I, when I was eight, it was a case of playing out and a stick became a gun or a broken down car became the Millennium Falcon and you shook it and you was in an asteroid field. You know, imagination was used. Now it's more, mm-hmm. I've got games sat in front of me or, you know, I'm, I'm doing a, a, a siege somewhere. You know, it's like gaming's taken over and the
2: social media, how do you feel about that? Uh, I generally feel social media has become a massive part of young people's lives. Yeah. Because as mm-hmm. Jack says, we try and make ourselves to be more than we actually are. Yeah. And most people communicate nowadays over social media. Yeah. Or stuff like that. And it's just become so uh, dependent on that most young people nowadays don't even have an imagination. So with freedom of being a charity to do with the arts, yeah. Most young people find hard to get intrigued within charities like this because of the arts and stuff. Yeah, because they have no imagination and art based off your imagination. Yeah, go on, Jordan.
3: Social media and gaming. Social media does make things like I was on social media live it. Right. And I've keep seeing all these fake news articles about this pandemic. Yeah, yeah. And. That's what I'm really annoys me about social media. The Is fake that, news. Yeah, fake news just want attention off you. But yeah, I understand that. Oh you've got your trolls, haven't you? Yeah. Or your bullies. And on um, the gaming side. It's that's actually kinda of helping people in a way. Yeah. Because it does do a lot of things for you. It increases your like reaction time to things. And it, it there was a scientific experiment with it where it actually improves memory in your brain. Yeah, because so, you have to remember a lot of things.
0: Yeah, because uh, there was something about VR being used for um, certain students and certain in classes, so that they they could experience what would they be doing in their course, but through virtual reality. And I think uh, VR and technology, it's it's getting more and more involved in our schooling and our and courses and stuff. I don't know, I don't know about you guys, but I reckon you've done a lot of technical stuff towards school now and it's like school and education's variants mods more than the technical side of things and stuff like uh, there used to be a whiteboard in our school and now there's a one of them tappy pen things yeah the computer ones yeah the computer eyes I remember it was just like a, a, a whiteboard with a, a, marker, a marker pen you know
2: now it's electronic go on Sam you've got because uh, you've just done about technology within uh, education yeah with this pandemic going on when I actually first start university, because I've recently had a letter through, and they've actually said that it's going to be virtual classes, uh, virtual lessons. If you don't have the technology, how can you do it? Yeah. Yeah. So, are they going to be helping you out? Are they going to be sending you a computer or anything? Or, uh. We've just been told they're going to do uh, virtual virtual uh, classes, right. but they're going to try and do one to, uh, one-to-one classes as much as possible. Right, that's similar to me because that's made me think about my university because I'm in a
0: performing arts course. How can you do performing arts sat in front of a computer? You know, it's you can't perform. So that's made me think about my course and it's probably going to affect
2: you. Yeah, because my course that I'm doing is going to be more practical yeah. because it's within the arts and it's going to be hard to actually do practical work from home. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to... Uh, a to my grades from university. Yeah, yeah. How about you then, Ethan? You've been really
0: quiet during this. I'm yeah. sure there's a thing in you that's going, I want to say something. Come on, what's your thoughts on this? Um,
1: what, well, the social media side yeah, of Yeah, the things. social
0: media side of things. Do you have negative or do you have a positive? Like? Well, it can be um, both,
1: really. It's yeah. positive, because you can keep in contact with friends that don't live near you and obviously you can like FaceTime over it now, so yeah, you yeah. can... Without without actually like meeting up, you can still see your friends and stuff like that. But there's negative, as Jordan said. There's like loads of fake news, so it just
0: gets people a lot more worried. Plus, it's da- internet can be dangerous, can't it? Yeah, it can be a lot of bad people out there. So I guess you got to safeguard yourself and uh, like yeah. know the the, the 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 signs, you know, detect when things are gonna be bad, you know, or vice versa. Yeah. So yeah, I think this is gonna be come to the end of our second podcast. Unless you guys have anything quick you want to say before we end it. Jordan, go
3: ahead. There is one thing that I am wanting to say about doing you know, doctors. Okay. Like oh. some doctors like aren't seeing people. Like they're doing phone calls, you know, to see patients. Yeah, yeah. Like, you could have prop like messed up your leg or you could be really ill. But yeah, yeah. they might you you're describing it but you might not Be describing it like well, so they might think it's something. What you it's something completely different. Yeah. So like, say if you've got the flu or something, they might be thinking that it's just I don't know, like something completely different. Yeah. Or like if you've broken your leg, like they might think you've sprained it or something.
0: Yeah. So it's like uh, you're trying to say like, how can you give a proper diagnosis when you're not in front of them? Yeah. Yeah. I understand that like. I think doctors is kind of a bit understandable though because it's based within the doc. You know, like you got a lot of people going in there ill and with different conditions, and because of the spread of the virus, they've got to be safe about that. And you've got, they've got to yeah. not only save themselves but save us. But the doctors get infected, exactly. Like it could everyone be a, else a, a does. A breathing ground the for pandemic. the pandemic. So I think the doctors for now, I think it should stay on like phone call consultations. Yeah, I think they
3: should just move it to video calls.
0: Yeah, video so calls or something like that, yeah. Right, is that everything, guys? Right, guys, thank you so much for watching our podcast. This has been Jack, Ethan, Sam, and John. Thank you for watching FRC's Podcast Corner number two. Whoop! Whoop!